No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Let's go. of the Daily Boogie Podcast. As always, tonight's recommended drink is cheap box wine. Tonight's recommended snack, bland brand, no-name crackers. This is the official wine and crackers broadcast right here on d Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I hope you had a lovely weekend because I certainly did. As always, we've got so much to get through and so little time. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you'd like to ridicule me because I don't have Alex Jones on my show, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at boogiebumper. Oh, if you didn't see that, if you didn't see what just happened over the last couple of hours, holy shamolies. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Of course, I'm I'm talking about uh, Revenge of the Sis ROTC getting getting the great one, the great Alex Jones to appear on their show. I'm so happy for them. Like I've I've got a, as soon as I saw his face pop up on the screen, I had a smile from ear to ear, and I had it for the for the entirety of the show. I couldn't stop watching it. I I normally have like a little process that I go through here on the show and doing like prep and getting things organized and stuff. I had to race through it with like five minutes before showtime because I was just watching that instead. <laughs> so I was in, I was so happy for them because they got Alex on and I know how much they love Alex. I love Alex too. I was so happy for them, but at the same time, insanely jealous. <laughs> so jealous that I think if I ever met them in real life, I probably wouldn't even say hello. I would just strangle them to death. Fuck you. <laughs> Man, I saw when you had Alex Jones on. Yeah, that was good, huh? Fuck you. <laughs> no, all jokes aside, it was amazing. So if you didn't see it, go back and check out the replay. ROTC, guys, tip of the hat. Well done. Well done. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, winning TV with a diamond. Barcode on the back of my shaved head like Hitman. Agent 47. Thank you for joining us, by the way. Winning TV. DLive.tv slash winning TV. Uh, I see James R in the chat. Quit whining. <laughs> Thank you for joining us at Real Person PLTCS. Yes, uh, based on Friday's show, where I did the unthinkable thing, uh, the, the the very unpopular thing, which I'm prone to doing from time to time, uh, I did get a lot of hate mail after Friday's show. If you're wondering, no, I wasn't raping children. Uh, no, I wasn't, you know, lynching people or anything like that. Uh, I merely suggested that. Tucker Carlson did nothing wrong. (laughs) That was enough. That was enough to get my DMs filled up with some very, very angry people. How dare you? I I knew it was coming. If you go back and watch the replay of that show on Friday, I told you this is not my first rodeo. I've been down this road many times before. The people say, hey, Boogs, Boogs, Boogs. 
Bugs, I just want to let you know, I love the show, man. I love what you do. Thanks, bro. Semper Reloaded with the diamond. Thank you. Follow Semper Reloaded too, by the way. He's back streaming again. Thank you, sir. G'day. You're my Alex. Going to DM to get together. Yeah. Oh. I'm your Alex. I'm the budget Alex. <laughs> so I was getting a lot of DMs from people. How dare you? You're a traitor. Uh, exactly like I, t- I told you I would. Um, but if you did, you know, a lot of the people who get this show got that show, if you know what I mean. So if you missed it, go and check it out. It's called What Tucker Did. And we go through that monologue line by line. And, you know, you may be challenged because, you know, I I have no responsibility to believe things until I see them. <laughs> and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You can say I'm an asshole. You can call me a traitor and a communist and an asshole all you like. I just want to, I want to put this message out to the people who didn't like that program and who now consider me to be their enemy. I want to say this. I hear you. I hear you. You know, I take the concerns of my audience very seriously. And I hear your frustration. I feel your pain. And you know what? I'm going to take your criticism on board and completely fucking ignore it. How do you mean? How about that? How do you like that? Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Oh, like I said, so much to get through in so little time. Because I'm so goddamn happy about Alex Jones being on ROTC, because I'm so insanely jealous that they got to speak to the great one, the great man himself, I'm in a good mood now. I'm in a happy mood. I'm, I'm floating on air. That was absolutely wonderful. So why don't we start off with a little bit of fun? Who remembers this queen, ladies and gentlemen? Do you remember her? We covered her on the show. She's one of our favourites here on the show. In case you missed it, here's just a quick reminder of this queen. Wake up! Wake up! She's breaking the programming, isn't she? She's she's wonderful, this one. Definitely wife material. Remember, she was the one in the chat. She was going, you're the Republicans. You're the people they warned us about. She's very emotional, very enigmatic speaker. I'm drawn to her charisma. Well, somebody has done a wonderful thing. And <clears throat> I'm, I'm always in awe of people who do wonderful things just for the sake of doing a wonderful thing. It might carry a monkey in the chat. It might have been carry a monkey who shared this with me. I'm not sure. I can't remember. So apologies. <laughs> People are like ears. Come on, come on. You've got to feel the full effect of this. You've got to live it. I love it when people do wonderful things to make the world a better place just because. Just because they want to. And somebody has taken this queen and immortalized her in song now thus making the world a better place. Enjoy this. It's fucking banging, isn't it? <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> You'll never be the same again. Like, I've been trying since I started this podcast about, what, two and a bit years ago now. When I decided to do it, I thought, how am I going to approach this 
because you know I've got my take. Nobody really cares. That's fine. But how am I? How am I going? What's my what? What's the reason that I'm doing this for? And ultimately, because we do a lot of media breakdown and stuff like that. At the time, and for the last five years, to be fair, I've seen a lot of people who get really angry at media coverage. And, you know, somebody does something, somebody says something, the media covers something poorly, and people react negatively, which is fine. People react in a negative way. But I always thought, if I can make it less angry and more fun, you know, so we can laugh at CNN and laugh at MSNBC instead of getting angry at it, then I'm helping to at least de-escalate, right? And that's why stuff like this makes me so happy because so many people would have seen this clip of this woman screaming and saying that, you know, Republicans are Nazis and you're awful and you're the people they warned us about and all that kind of stuff. And they're, ah, fuck this bitch. You know what I mean? But as soon as you do something like this, all of that just, it just evaporates into thin air. (laughs) So I won't interrupt it again because I think it's, Let me put the link in the chat for you. Thank you to whoever shared that. Sorry, I can't remember who it was. I think it might have been Carrier Monkey. What a banging riff. Sounds like Primus, somebody saying. <laughs> you know what? Just because I'm in that kind of a mood. Just one more time. Ilsa Jane dropping the guinea on us. Thank you so much. <laughs> 10K Veritas scuffed guinea. Holy shit! Holy shit! Double guinea. Iceman double four double three. DLive.tv slash Iceman double four double three. Thank you so much. Johnny Rotten, eat your heart out. Absolutely. She's She's got some chops. Holy shit! Ilsa Jane, a double guinea. Thank you so much. You're very generous. You're too kind. You're too kind. Last one. That last one gets me right, right in the good spot. Wake up! It's like Zack Della Rocca when Rage Against the Machine were at their prime. Zack Della Rocca would have turned around listening to that and gone, "Fuck!" <laughs> well, what's his name? What's it? Serge Tanikin from uh, System of a Down. 
Holy shit. We've got to get this chick into the studio. She's incredible. <laughs> and usually chicks can't do the gravel box either. They usually suck at the growly heavy metal music when they sing. That's why all the chicks play bass all the time. You know, they don't have the natural flair or arrogance to play guitar confidently. They don't have the strength to beat the shit out of the drums. They don't have the chops to scream in a metal band, but they can play bass. Because bass is all about the rhythm. Uh, All right, let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank you for joining us. I don't know how many people have seen this. If you were if you were worried at all, concerned that you weren't being kept safe, thank you for keeping me safe, Mr. Government. Uh, don't worry, you're not alone. The rest of the Western world, as we've said on this show for months and months and months, are constantly trying to discover new and wonderful ways to keep their population safe. And I don't know who of you has been keeping up with what's going on in Germany right now, <laughs> otherwise known as the bastion of freedom. Well, one particular city in Germany, namely Berlin, the capital Berlin, Ich bin ein Berliner, uh, they've been out in the street, they've been getting very upset with the government because the government has this crazy idea. that the, the government is just, all the government's doing is trying to protect them, by the way. I don't know if you know this or not. The government is trying to protect the good people of Berlin by passing certain coronavirus restriction laws as well as things like the police now have the right to enter your home for any reason. <laughs> no warrant. Remember when we played the clip of the woman in Victoria, here in Australia, who was arrested preemptively for posting something on Facebook saying that she was going to attend a anti-lockdown rally? Do you remember that? And they came in, the pregnant woman in her pyjamas. Obviously a threat to society. They came in and dragged her out of her own home. It'll never happen here. Well, finally, the Germans are starting to catch up. But this led to a whole bunch of protests in Berlin, hundreds of thousands of people. And if what you have to understand about Berlin is there are some areas of Germany which are pretty based, but those are usually in the eastern part of Germany, which surprisingly was the one that had to live under communism for 60 years. Funny how that happens, isn't it? The part of Germany that had to live behind the Iron Curtain seems the least likely to accept, you know, rampant progressivism, which is, I guess it's just a strange coincidence. But Berlin stands as one of the most liberal cities in Europe. You know, forget fucking Sweden, forget the UK. Berlin is probably the most liberal city in Europe. I mean... Up until a few years ago, they had a world-famous dance party in Berlin, which used to go for days. It was a street party, like in the middle of the day. The government had to ban it because too many people were just having sex openly in the street. <laughs> it's very liberal. And when they banned it, they said, you're taking away our human rights and all of that kind of thing. Us being, me being allowed to teabag my girlfriend or my boyfriend, for that, for that matter, in the street during an, an open-air techno rave is my free expression. You're crushing my freedom, right? So they're extremely liberal. And I put out a tweet earlier this morning 
After seeing a little clip of these people being pepper sprayed in the face and being knocked over by police water cannons after protesting the coronavirus lockdown, I said, Berlin is one of the most liberal cities in Europe. Um, how much do you want to bet that the media will label these, watch the media label these people as far-right extremists because they don't want the police kicking down their door for no reason? Well, we didn't have to wait long, only an hour or so, and the media never disappoints. We are free people, chants this crowd. During the coronavirus pandemic, they say wearing a mask and adhering to restrictions is violating that freedom. That's only partly true. <laughs> I'm not amazed that we have to keep doing this because most people are stupid. Sorry, most people are dumb. <clears throat> but it's not just the masks. It's not just the social distancing. It's also it's also a contributing factor to their outrage is also the fact that their businesses are being closed down for no reason and police are now allowed to enter their home without a warrant and drag them out. And I don't know, you, if you're a student of history, you may know that Germany has somewhat of a very real a very real association with this kind of policing. <laughs> One might say they've gone through this before. You know, police coming into people's homes and dragging them out without a warrant. Some may say that Germans know this very 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 well and have seen it happen before. I know it's a strange thing, isn't it? Ilsa Jane with the diamond. What's the scan thing? My comments are limited. Don't worry, don't worry. We'll get to the QR scanning. That's another thing we've been talking about on this show for months and months, but we'll get to that. Don't worry. And it seems thousands agree. A mixture of conspiracy theorists, far-right figures, and citizens concerned by the economic <laughs> effects. You had to be quick. I'll play it for you again. It's violating that freedom. Yep. And it seems thousands agree. Yep. A mixture of conspiracy, conspiracy theorists, theorists. far-right figures and... Conspiracy theorists and far-right figures. <laughs> in the most liberal city in Europe. <laughs> I mean... Half of the people out there marching against these lockdown laws were waving rainbow flags and holding up love heart signs. <laughs> just a bunch of just a bunch of far right extremists, if you ask me. You know, the only people would ha who would have a problem with police kicking down my door and dragging me out without a warrant would be the far right extremists, otherwise known as the racists. The racists and the far-right extremists. It's a conspiracy theory, I tells you. <laughs> oh, God. The corporate media swallowing of the police state genitals continues unabashed. And it's shameless. And citizens concerned by the economic effects of the lockdown. <laughs> they, the cons concerned citizens. That's all you ever get. You know, if people are concerned that 
uh, say a politician says something that they infer to be racist, they'll say it causes outrage, it sparks outrage. If people are outraged that the government is now arresting people without a warrant, shutting down businesses and ruining lives, they'll say, eh, some citizens have some concerns. Isn't it cute? <laughs> Ducks Regionist. The far right LGBT community. <laughs> it's beautiful. I love this. I love it because it's so ridiculous. It's so stupid. It's so plainly false. It's such an overt lie. They're just openly pissing in your face. The far right. The far right extremists of Berlin. Hmm? What? Wait, what? <laughs> Berlin? Far right? There is no such thing. What the hell are you talking about, sir? Took to the streets of Berlin to say the coronavirus has been a false alarm. Oh. That's just plain scare tactics. I don't see any danger. I don't know any sick people. I knew many sick people in March, skiers, vacationers. There was really something going on in February, but now there's no sick people anymore. I've got a friend who is 93. She's in a care home, in her room, totally isolated. Oh, that's good. There's no corona in her home, and yet she wasn't allowed to leave her room. <laughs> now she's allowed to go out for a walk again. Oh. But if she meets someone, she has to give their address. I think that's extreme. Wow. No, it's thank you for keeping me safe. We're keeping people safe. Remember the story we covered a couple of weeks ago, the Greek government now? The Greek government now literally requires citizens to text the government and explain to them the reason why they're leaving their own home. It'll never happen here. So, little 93-year-old Friedel walking, you know, traipsing the, the hallways of the old folks' home in Berlin. Does this mind life? I can do with it what I want? To hell with you! You know. Poor little Stella walking around the old folks' home. If she goes outside for a little trundle, a little bit of exercise, get a little bit of the blood flowing through those scaly veins, if she happens to bump into someone in the street, she has to demand their personal details. <laughs> Excuse me, would you like me to help you with your shopping? No, no, don't stay away. I do not want to know who you are. What a reality they're creating for us. Where everybody's constantly skeptical, constantly on a uh, you know, on edge, constantly alert. You have to have a good reason to walk outside your own home now. You can be confronted at any time by the authorities. Who are you? Where are you going? May I see your papers? And that leads us to the QR code discussion. Like we said on this show months ago, back in February, we were watching videos from China. The Chinese government was boasting about this new system that they've come up with over the last couple of years, where in order to keep people COVID safe, you have to scan, you have to put your personal medical details into an app, which is run by a government database. And if you want to go to work, if you want to catch public transport, if you want to go to the supermarket, if you want to, uh, you know, catch a plane, whatever, 
If you want to do anything in the public space, you have to go up, scan your phone, and it, you'll either get a green tick or a red cross. And if you get a red cross, sorry, you have to go home. No freedom for you. We were covering this nearly a year ago now, like nine months ago. It'll never happen here. Lady of Diamonds Gypsy with a diamond. Where did you steal the diamond gypsy? Papers, papers, show me your papers. So we were covering this back in February. And I said, you watch. <laughs> we're, we're copying everything China did. Even to, the, even to the drones flying around breaking up crowds. This has already happened. And so you had people in China, if, if they wanted to go to work, if they wanted to go to a restaurant, if they wanted to go to a supermarket, they had to scan their phone. All of their details were in there, their address, their name, everything, in order for the authorities to track them, you know, down to where they stand at, that, in, at any given time. And if it comes up with a red cross, sorry, you're not allowed outside. You better go back home immediately or you'll be arrested. So, with that in mind, ladies and gentlemen, and laughing as we do at all the people who at the time said it'll never happen here, but, but Boogie, that's crazy China. That's crazy China. That'll never happen here. Actually, you know what? Let's let's queue up because it's been a while. Shut up. All right. It's been a while since we've done this. <laughs> it's been a while since we've played everybody's favorite game. Ben K. Veritas with a diamond. When was the first It'll Never Happen Here show? It probably was in Feb. It was either in Feb or April, I think. The first time we did It'll Never Happen Here. But speaking of which... It's time for everybody's new favourite game show. China! Come on down! Come on down, China! Germany! Come on down! Come on down, Germany! And Australia! Come on down! You're the next contestant on It'll Never Happen Here! <sighs> see what's going on in Australia. More restrictions will be eased across New South Wales. Oh, good. As the state recorded no new locally... Holy shit! Shit. Lady of Diamonds Gypsy dropping a guinea on us. Thank you so much. Very generous of you, Lady of Diamonds Gypsy. Restrictions will be eased across New South Wales as the state recorded no new locally transmitted cases for the 16th day in a row. 16 days in a row. Wow. No, no transmitted cases of coronavirus for 16 days in a row. The system appears to be working so well. And this is always the part of the show where I like to tip my hat and give a little shout out to people who are still saying things like, Boogie, just do just follow the rules for two more weeks and everything will go back to normal. <laughs> oh. Oh. Just two more weeks. 
Just follow the rules for another month. Don't be so selfish. Just follow the rules. It's only another month and then everything can go back to normal. <laughs> Foggy in a chat. Sure, it's zero, but it's not 21 days of zero, bro. Remember when they told us it was all about flattening the curve? You know, I'm not the greatest when it comes to advanced mathematics and statistics, but I do know that you cannot get a curve any flatter than fucking zero. That's about as flat as you're going to get it. <laughs> you can't get negative cases. Look, listen here, citizens. It's just about flattening the curve, okay? We just need to flatten the curve. So we're now on the verge of three weeks with no cases, and guess what? The system's working so well that we need new rules and new surveillance and new restrictions in order to in order to keep the winning streak going because that's how good we are at this. Amberlina with the diamond. Thank you for joining us, Amberlina. 15 days to flatten the curve. Follow the rules. Thank you for keeping me safe, Mr. Governor. Health authorities have also traced the source of five cases oh. in Mossvale back really? to the Liverpool cluster. Right, the cluster. What we've found is the missing link, basically two people who had contact with both clusters. So therefore, that cluster is no longer unlinked and I can confirm that the genomic analysis is the same for those right. for all of the people in that cluster. Uh-huh. The government is set to announce the halving of the four square metre rule for pubs and restaurants, which will allow more people to gather together in time for Christmas. Oh, good. More people can gather together in time for Christmas. Now, the headline of this story, they didn't show it in the video. Coronavirus restrictions ease further in New South Wales. Remember what I said to you months ago? They're going to give you a little bit of your freedom back and then yank on it like a, a hangman yanking on a rope at the gallows, right? We take First, we take away all of your freedom and then we start drip-feeding it back to you. And, you know, as a population now, we've become so accustomed to this kind of treatment that when the governments of the Western world start drip-feeding our freedom back to us, what do we do? We don't say, no, no, where's the rest of it? We don't say that. No, no. We go, thank you so much, Mr. Gavin. Don't you understand? This is a cause for celebration. Look, just look at the reporting, right? They'll say, an early Christmas present is coming to the citizens of X as the government announces they can have 10 people over for Christmas dinner. <laughs> and we all go, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Wow. You know. You know, what I love most about the government is they care so much for us and they protect us and they love us that, you know, when they give us a little bit of our freedom back and they tell us that we're allowed to have grandma over for Christmas dinner as long as she's been quarantined for two weeks, it really proves that they care about our relationships and they really just want what's best for us, don't they? You know, what I love about the government is they care for us so much. Not only do they protect us, but they also want us to be with our loved ones and enjoy our newly found freedoms that we used to have. <laughs> QR codes are mandatory from today. More coronavirus restrictions are being eased in New South Wales from today ahead of Christmas and end of year celebrations. Up to 500 people will be allowed at outdoor religious events and as many as 3,000 can attend a concert. Wow, thank you for keeping me safe. Subject to social distancing requirements, of course. New South Wales Health Minister Brad Hazard, it's great that his name is Hazard, isn't it? 
one of those things, one of those times where the universe just aligns, made the announcement today on the 16th consecutive day without community transmission in the state. As of today, there will be an increased capacity for outdoor religious events, so we've got up to 500 people outdoors, but provided the audience is seated. <laughs> Ilsa Jane with the diamond. Well, my family hates me anyway. Well, so you're not going to notice any difference. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Up to 30 people will be allowed to... Listen to this. Listen to this. Up to 30 people will be allowed to sing together. <laughs> Thirty people can sing together. How one? How special? How privileged we are! Up to thirty people will be allowed to sing together, provided they are outdoors. So you're not allowed to sing inside. Do you ever get the feeling like they're just making this up as they go along? The limit of five people singing together indoors remains. You can only have five people singing inside a house for some reason. <laughs> Marcus Flembrain in the chat. Mucus Flembrain in the chat. What a deal. In the case of a church congregation can participate in singing, which I think is something everybody is wanting to do. But if you are over 12 years old, you really should wear a face mask. <laughs> okay. Okay. So... <laughs> So we're allowed to sing. We're allowed to sing at Christmas time. Uh, oh, happy day. How wonderful. But you're allowed to sing in a group of 29 other people, provided that you're outside. If you're inside, you can only have four other people in your choir. And if the people are aged over the age of 12, they need to be wearing a mask. Are you keeping track? Amberlina with a diamond sending love to Ilsa. Well, isn't that nice? There's one person that doesn't hate you. Fascist hippie, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I, I tell you what's going on. I'll tell you what's going on. This is what happens when you sit down with bureaucrats and say, hey, can you make a whole bunch of rules for us to follow? If you give bureaucrats a blank check to write regulations and write rules, this is exactly what happens. They will come up with a whole bunch of ridiculous fucking rules because that's what they do. They'll come back with a phone book full. Well, you can have 30 people singing outside, but you can't have more than five people singing inside. Under 12 singing in a choir of four people are allowed to have no mask, but over 12s in a choir of 30 people need to be standing outside. And when you sing the vowels, you need to sing the vowels into your arms. We're going to have to get rid of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer because there's too many O now sounds in it. And when people make O sounds, their voice spreads further across the room, spreading the virus. Oh. Controlled and ticketed outdoor events can welcome up to 3,000 people. Premier Gladys Berejiklian said more restrictions will be relaxed imminently with another announcement coming later in the week. See how they just, they're, they're keeping the, they're keeping the news cycle going, right? Every few days. Lady of Diamonds, Gypsy with a Diamond. So that's a yes to Christmas caroling. Yes, but again, only if you're only, only if you're standing with four other people. If you've got five other people, that's a no-show. That's a no-no. <laughs> and I don't want to hear anybody because you know people try to they try this on. 
people try to tell you that uh, politicians, that, you know, people will say to you, what, do you think the politicians want to be doing this? Of course they do. Of course they do. Because the politicians have never been so important as they are right now. You know why? Because every couple of days they're calling another press conference and they're saying, well, we've decided to adjust the limit now. We're going from 25 people to 30 people and the press is hanging on their every word and everybody's listening to them and everybody's patting them on the back saying, thank you so much for keeping us safe. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for giving us a a little bit of our freedom back. They live for this shit. They live to be relevant and to have the idea that they are saving the world. That's why they took the job in the first place. So don't tell me that they don't love this. They don't love what's happening. The Premier, which is like our governor, the Premier of Victoria two days ago announced that they're now pushing through uh, sick pay for casual workers, right? So they're going to tax the full-time workers who are no longer able to work because their businesses have been shut down in order to pay the sick leave of the casual workers who are not entitled to sick leave. Are you following along at home? (laughs) So they ban you from working. They then tax you to pay for the sick leave of the people who aren't working. And then they get credited as being a hero who's saving lives. Don't tell me they don't love this. QR codes are also mandatory in New South Wales from today, with pen and paper sign-in sheets no longer accepted. Remember in, uh, what was it, a couple of weeks ago, when somebody said, hey, I'll just leave my phone at home. Fuck them. I'll just leave my phone at home. There's nothing they can do to me then. And I said, no, this is the point. All of this technology, all of these new restrictions are going to be based on the fact that you have to have a phone with you. You I I don't even particularly like, um, you know, the prevalence of phones and camera phones and smartphones. Like, I, you know, it it irks me. It always has. If If I had the option, if I had a big red button now and I could blow up every single camera phone on planet Earth, I would press that button without hesitation for a number of reasons. For one, I feel so sorry for kids growing up now because they they can't even relax. They can't get loose at a party. You know, when I was like 14, 15, 16, 17, going to underage parties and drinking and, you know, falling over with your pants around your ankles and getting caught doing embarrassing things, you know, that was part of growing up. You could deny it. Now you can't relax because anytime you do something crazy at a party or you, you have a little too much to drink when you're a kid, whatever, Somebody's going to whip their phone out. You'll be on YouTube by the end of the day. Imagine living with that pressure. We like to give a lot of shit to the kids, but their whole life has been on the internet since the day when they were born, their parents were uploading pictures of them to Facebook. We have essentially turned all children into, you know, B-grade child stars for our friends. And you know, all the associated problems with child stars that they go through, having to grow up in the eyes of the public, the pressure of everybody watching their every move, they they just live that reality now, all children. So that's one reason why I would get rid of all the camera phones. Let the kids relax. Jesus Christ. But yeah, so somebody in the chat said, well, this isn't going to affect me because I'm just going to leave my phone at home. 
I'll read that line again. QR codes are mandatory in New South Wales from today with pen and paper sign-in sheets no longer accepted. So if you don't have a phone, you're not going to be allowed to do anything. You're not going to be allowed to go to the supermarket. You're not going to be allowed to catch public transport. You're not going to be allowed to go to the library. You're not going to be allowed to attend your workplace. You're not going to be allowed to go to the mall, right? You're not going to be allowed to go to restaurants. You're not going to be allowed to go to clubs. You're not going to be allowed to go to concerts. You're not going to be allowed to go to sporting events. No phone, no entry. They have essentially, and people like to say things like, if I say they're going to make mobile phone ownership mandatory, people say they can't do that. It's against the rules. There's nothing in the constitution that says that you can make mobile phones mandatory. And I'm always like, don't worry. It doesn't have to be in the rules. This is how they rape you with regulation. They don't have to come out and make mobile phone ownership mandatory. They just have to say, you don't have to own a mobile phone. We're just not going to let you go anywhere unless you have one. Same thing with the vaccine. They don't have to make vaccines mandatory. They'll just say to you, uh, we're not going to force you to take the vaccine, but if you want to go to the restaurant, catch public transport, or have a job, then I'm afraid you're going to have to take the vaccine. You know, what's, what's the alternative? You can't even blame people at that point. People will be like, well, I don't trust this, but I kind of need my job. And just in case that wasn't confronting enough, we now have a situation where there are so many people unemployed that if you if you take the principled stand and say, well, I'm not, I'm not taking the vaccine, fuck you. They'll say, that's all right. There's 20 people waiting to sign up for your job right now who, will, who have already taken it. So, so what? Too bad. <laughs> it's always about convenience too. Listen to this. We're getting rid of and moving to digital because it makes it far, far easier for the great people at health doing the contact tracing, as the Premier said. Businesses can have their own, but we strongly recommend that you use the service QR code. That's the government one. Service QR code. It is fast. It is free. It is accurate. And there is privacy protections enshrined inside. Thank you for keeping me safe. Because as we all know, ladies and gentlemen, whenever your information ends up on a government database, there's absolutely no way that that ever falls into the hands of wrong or bad people, is there? It never happens. Anytime you hand over all of your personal details to the government, you can be assured that your privacy is first and foremost in their concerns. (laughs) Nothing bad will happen to you. Mexico City. Contact tracing and personal data protection face off in Mexico City. That was, in a nutshell, many Mexico City residents' response upon learning on November 13 of a tweet their local government's new plan to better trace COVID-19 cases, asking people to scan QR codes on their mobile device. It'll never happen here. Quote, all persons entering a closed space must scan a QR code with their mobile device. The system will allow us to identify positive cases and stop chains of contagion. Therefore, its use will be mandatory. Yay! Thank you for keeping me safe. Thank you for keeping me safe, Mr. Government. (laughs) 
Britain, ladies and gentlemen. The Empire, the home of the Empire, the fatherland. Britons who test positive for COVID twice in a week are set to receive a freedom pass under a government scheme that will allow them to live a normal life. (laughs) Thank you for keeping me safe. Do you remember last week when we we made the joke, right? That in order to get people to take the vaccine, they'll just rename... What was the name we came up with? I think it was Freedom Serum, right? Let's not call it the coronavirus vaccine. Let's put little American flags on the vials and we'll call it Freedom Serum. Take your Freedom Serum and you'll be allowed to go outside. (laughs) Well, it seems... Hi, Boris. Hi, Boris Johnson. He must be listening to the show. Hi, Boris. It seems that they've taken up that satirical naming advice and implemented it in their government records because now you can get a freedom pass. The world is a parody of itself. Britons are said to be given a COVID freedom pass as long as they test negative for the virus twice in a week, it has been suggested. The details of the scheme are still being ironed out by officials in Whitehall. You you have to pass it until you can see it. Kitty B, thank you so much for allowing me to live my life. I know there's, you know, what I love most about the government, Kitty, is not only are they so generous and so caring, but they're letting us have some of our freedom back at a, at a cost in order to keep us safe. I mean, they just protect us so much. I love them. To earn the Freedom Pass, people will need to be tested regularly. <laughs> regularly. <laughs> One test is not going to be enough. <laughs> and you know what that means? That means more money, right? More jobs for people who test people, more money into the health service, more money into bureaucracies. They genuinely care, exactly. To earn the Freedom Pass, people will need to be tested regularly and provided the the tests come back negative, they will be given a letter, card or document that they can show people, they can show to people as they move around. They're doing everything they can to avoid saying, can I see your papers? (laughs) That line again, to earn the freedom pass. So we're now taking, I mean, we've, we've spoken about all of this all this year. All of 2020, we've been talking about this happening. And now that it's happening, I still, I'm still surprised that it's happening, even though I knew it fucking would, even though you, you guys knew it would as well. They're, they're, now, they're now proactively taking people's freedom away to keep them safe, right? So instead of having, like, just think about this. It's, very, it's a very slight manipulation, but it's a huge one at the same time. Instead of being free and having your freedom removed if you test positive, no, 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 no. Now the situation is you have no freedom until you test negative. See how that happens? See the, see how they're very, very slightly just done that little switcheroo on everyone and everyone thinks it's a great fucking idea. Instead of retroactively removing freedom from people who test positive for the virus, which was bad in the first place, now they're proactively removing freedom from people. So you have to prove to them that you're not sick. How about that? And it happened just like that.
That's how quick it was. We went from a base understanding of Ring the freedom bell is the and natural get your state. Cheese, man. Thank you for the sub, Henry. We went from a base understanding of freedom being the natural state of people, even even if it was an illusion, to now, you know, servitude, bondage is now the natural state of people. Now you have to prove your worth in order to get your freedom pass. They're literally calling it a fucking freedom pass. You have to earn your freedom. <laughs> you've broken no law, you've committed no crime but you have to earn your freedom with the government. Thank you for keeping me safe. The certificate would be stored on a phone, according to sources, and would allow people to live a relatively normal life, they even say relatively, until the government's vaccination program gets up to speed. Another thing we said on this show six months ago, right? Get ready for it. Prepare for it. The vaccine which has been rushed through, which they are boasting about. Most normal vaccines take, you know, between four and ten years. This one's been about 18 months in the work. They're boasting about how quickly they've rolled it out. Hey, we're not going to force you to take the vaccine, but if you want to get your freedom pass, I'm afraid you're going to have to take the vaccine, right? If you don't want to take the vaccine, that's fine. You can just live in a cave like an Al-Qaeda militant. (laughs) for a while until we decide we need to get rid of you. It would even allow Britons to get away without wearing a mask, it is thought, and visit family and friends without the need to socially distance. So you won't have to stand behind a shower curtain if you want to hug your grandpa. Won't it be great? Line up and get your freedom pass, citizens. Thank you for keeping me safe. And then right on cue, ladies and gentlemen, If that weren't enough, if all of these stories weren't enough, I present to you, like I said, we're just copying everything that China has already done. Right on cue, the Chinese government, ladies and gentlemen, comes out with this wonderful idea. Thank you, China. While the world still waits for a COVID jab, China has come up with a way to limit the virus's spread. It's calling for a global firewall in the form of a global system of QR codes going to let that settle in for a moment. Yep. You know, you know, it's one thing to have businesses forced to uh, scan people's details whenever they enter. It's one thing to have, you know, workplaces forced to scan people's details. It's one thing to have uh, vaccinations be mandatory in order to travel on airplanes and in public transport and get a job. But don't you think a better way to do this would be to have a global system of surveillance? (laughs) Yeah. We should have a global system. (laughs) Shameless. Thank you for keeping me safe, China. While the world still waits for a COVID jab, China has come up with a way to limit the virus's spread. It's calling for a global firewall in the form of a global system of QR codes that would allow cross-border travel to resume. Oh, goody. 
China has proposed a global mechanism for the mutual recognition of health certificates based on nucleic acid test results in the form of internationally accepted QR codes. We hope more countries will join this mechanism. We hope more countries will do what China does. You know, if we have a system of global surveillance, then all of a sudden, I don't think we even need border protections anymore. Right, right, right. Are you, are you following? Are you seeing the track that this is going to head down? Hey, what are we spending? What are we spending all of this money on racist border protection for when we can just have a global system of surveillance to keep track of where everybody is? Wouldn't that be so much easier? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Isn't it fun? China has been using QR codes to prove health status since February. This has come up with a way to... <laughs> I didn't... I didn't... See, I didn't... I don't... I don't really pre-watch all of these clips. I'll watch, like, the first 20 seconds or something. I'll read the first, you know, paragraph of an article because I like to give you genuine reaction. What were we just talking about? When did we come... So, I think it was Ben K. Veritas in the chat was asking, when did you do the first It'll Never Happen Here show? I think February. So, if you go to uh, Podbean... Uh, what is it? boogiebumper.podbean.com. I don't know. The link's on my Twitter page, at Boogie Bumper. If you go back through the archive, look for the February episodes. You'll probably see it there. Um, it'll never happen here or titled something like that. When we first covered this, and exactly since February. So we covered it in Feb. <laughs> and now they're boasting. Hey, we've been doing this since Feb. It works so well, you should do it too. <laughs> China has proposed a global mechanism yeah. for the mutual Thank recognition you, of health Thank certificates based on nucleic acid test results in the form of internationally accepted QR codes. We hope more countries will join this mechanism. China has been using QR codes to prove health status since February. The system has been questioned in the West on data privacy grounds, however, although Europe has proposed similar schemes, including the idea of immunity passports in the UK. When did we cover the immunity passport? Three weeks ago, a month ago, something like that. And uh, just a quick refresher. If you don't know where the funding came for uh, the immunity... By the way, they've been working on the immunity passport technology for about two years, and it was initially funded by the Rockefellers. <laughs> the Rockefeller Foundation. <laughs> just a coincidence, I'm sure. Just a coincidence. It'll never happen here. RT Saskia Taylor discussed the issue with our panel of guests. These tests can be have a lot of false negatives and a lot of false positives. And you are not going to track and trace me where I'm going in terms of this town or that town? Yes, we're keeping you safe. Yes, it's about protecting you, sir. <laughs> Cabaret Z. Who the fuck cares what China does, though, about anything? Well, apparently... All of the Western governments. <laughs> the UK, Australia, the United States, Germany, they're all copying China. They're all doing the exact same thing China did. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> Speaking of China, ladies and gentlemen, 
I have this one for you. This is a cute one. This, ladies and gentlemen, is what happens because, you know, often I get criticised and people say, why do you talk about, why are you talking about America so much, Boogs? Fucking mind your own business. It's your own country. And uh, to that, I often say, well, if you don't want people in other countries talking about you, then you should cease being a superpower. If you, if you, you, fine. If you don't want people talking about you, that's fine. But then don't be the most powerful country on earth. That's the choice is yours. If you want to go back to, you know, living like primitives, that's by all means go for it. And then we'll talk about the next most powerful country instead of you. If that's what you want, I'm, I'm happy. If that's what you want for yourself, then fine. But until then, meh. You don't have to pay attention to what goes on in other countries, but we have to pay attention to what happens in your country because what happens in your country directly affects us. So we don't have a fucking choice. Sorry about that. So this next little story we're going to file in the column of this is what happens when Joe Biden becomes president. Everybody now has to start sucking China's dick again. Have a look at this. The Prime Minister Scott Morrison is tonight playing the role of peacemaker, Peace declaring man. Australia and other nations should not be forced into choosing sides between China and the US. Uh, as an Australian citizen, I would like to say, yes, we should. <laughs> we most definitely should be choosing sides. Mr. Prime Minister, the hell are you talking about? Of course we should be choosing sides. It's it's far preferable to be under the wing of the American bald eagle than under the boot of China. Just a quick little reminder. Uh, China earlier this year referred to Australia as an upstart troublemaker, which is chewing gum on their boot that needs to be scraped off onto a rock. That was a Chinese statement. Australia is chewing gum on the boot of China that needs to be scraped off onto a rock. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't pick sides. <laughs> so on the one hand, you've got, hey, why don't you leave our little buddy alone down there? Australia's our little cousin. We love you guys. You guys are great. Hey, hey, do you want to come over here for holidays? We love you, Australia. We got that on the one hand. On the other hand, you got... You'll need to be our friend, otherwise we scrape you onto a fucking rock. You're fucking troublemaker. Australia, why you have to be such a troublemaker? You know, China can be a good friend to you. <laughs> China be your friend. You know, you just do what we say and we are we give you a protection. China can be your friend to you. Here's political reporter Emma Rush. Emma Rush. Michael, the Prime Minister has delivered a strong message about Australia's relationship with China and the US in what appears to be an attempt to ease tensions with Beijing. He says the biggest challenge of the future will be dealing with the two superpowers being at odds, declaring his government will not make a binary choice between the countries. He absolutely should. He should make a binary choice and make it clear. But, of course, he can't now, right? You, you know why? You know why he can't? Because for all intents and purposes, Joe Biden is heading into the White House early next year, and that means that it's fucking game on again for China. That means, <clears throat> that means money going back to China again. It means we're going to start... Uh, the U.S. is going to start handing over billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars in aid and climate change stuff and 
Chinese aid. They're going to start opening up their economy back to China again. The tariffs will get removed. <clears throat> the Whatever industries left China and came back to the States in the last four years are going to be heading straight back there. It'll be perpetuating Chinese economic dominance again. Once again. There was four short years of a little bit of hitting the release valve, and now it's going to go back to business as usual. And I remember saying it at the time, because when people, when Trump was elected, everyone was like, yes, this is over. We won. I'm like, Trump isn't the end of anything. Trump is the beginning. Doesn't end with Donald Trump. Trump, Trump isn't the end of shit. You can't reverse a 50-year cycle in one four-year election cycle. And China doesn't make plans for four years. China doesn't make four-year plans or two-year plans or eight-year plans. They make hundred-year plans. So when Donald Trump got in, it was, well, let's just sit back. Let's just kick back and make sure, let's not do anything too drastic and we'll just wait him out. We'll just wait him out. And now Biden hasn't even moved into the White House yet. And already other countries are having to go back to China and go, we're sorry, China. We're sorry. You know, it's wrong for us to pick sides. We didn't mean it. You know why? Because they know that they're not going to be backed up by the US. Because Biden isn't going to back you up. Biden is going to back China up. So countries like Australia and New Zealand and other countries around the world, Canada, for example, you know, uh, once Biden gets in the White House, it's game on again. And they know that America isn't going to be, you know, standing there taking care of them. They're not going to be saying, hey, you leave my little fucking buddy alone, China. You leave him alone. Fuck you. That's not going to be taking place. Instead, it's going to be Joe Biden saying, you know what? You know what, Australia? Uh, you should probably do whatever China tells you to do. You should probably do that. We love China. It's just the reality. It's just the way it's going to roll. It's just the way it's going to work out. Our actions are wrongly seen and interpreted by some only through the lens of the strategic competition between China and the United States. It's as if Australia does not have its own unique interests or its own views as an independent sovereign state. This is just false. Stark choices are in no one's interests. His comments were part of a speech accepting the inaugural Grotius Prize by the UK's policy exchange think tank. Absolutely wonderful. Uh, let's do this one. Start with this great news, though. It's Australia's biggest vaccine bet, and it looks like it's... We've got great news, guys. ...paying off, with Oxford University revealing its jab is up to 90% effective. This, as Qantas boss Alan Joyce warns travellers, will have to prove they've been vaccinated when... The Dayton, Ohio show. Brush up on your Cantonese. I know one. <clears throat> I know one phrase in Mandarin. Dong ma sawa, which I I think I think means your mother is a whore, because <laughs> that's all I care about. That's all I'm gonna need to know. Dong ma sawa. Australian students. When I was in high school, you could choose. So in language, right? For example, so in year seven, which I guess you would call freshman or something. I don't know how it works over there. But um, so when I was in year seven, year eight, year nine, you had two choices for language. You could either learn French or German. 
I chose German because I grew up in a house of German speakers. So it was kind of like a given. Like, yeah, I'm just going to fucking pass this and not have to put any work in. So I'll just go, Mum, what does this mean? You know, <laughs> pass. I got straight A's. I don't even remember a fucking word of it. But um, so you could you, you could learn French or German. Just a year or two after um, I would have finished high school. I left early. But a year or two after I would have finished high school, that changed. And then uh, all the students were being forced to learn Mandarin instead. And that was, what, 15 years ago? So that's already happening. That's already happening. I mean, learning about China, there was a story here a couple of years ago. I don't know if you know this or not. This will blow your fucking mind. There was a rich um, Australian businessman. I forget his name. But when he died, he left in his will, you know, millions of dollars for any university that would teach a course on, you know, the history of Western civilization, right? So, you know, going back to Greece and, you know, the great uh, philosophers and Aristotle and stuff and and going right up through the ages to the Age of Enlightenment, uh, the Magna Carta, all of those wonderful things that we kind of take for granted here in in our universe on planet Earth. And... None of the universities agreed, even though they would get this millions of dollars worth of endowment, none of the universities agreed to do it because they said it was perpetuating white supremacy. Believe it or not. You know, literally learning about the history of Western civilization and how you came to be here in this place in this time with the freedoms you have. No, it wasn't Kerry Packer. It was some other guy. This was only a couple of years ago. So learning about the freedoms that you have and why they're so important and how hard it was to get them and, you know, why free speech is important and the role of these philosophical ideals throughout, you know, Western history. The universities argue that this is the perpetuation of white supremacy. It's not inclusive enough. It's racist, right? You know, the usual lines. The very same universities who were protesting, and we're talking about professors who were protesting about this stuff, right? marching the very same universities were taking millions of dollars from the chinese government i'm not i'm not joking here they were taking millions of dollars from the chinese government to teach courses on the cultural revolution and how good chairman mao was right so you're not allowed to learn about the history of western civilization but you are allowed to learn about why Chairman Mao was such a good guy, a freedom fighter. Scary, huh? The same university. We can't teach Western civilization. That's racist. Now, everybody, back to Chairman Mao history class. This in Australia. When international travel resumes, our team of reporters have every angle covered for you this morning. First to Maggie Rayworth in Melbourne, where the vaccine will be manufactured. Maggie, good morning to you. This is the news we've all been waiting for. We've all been, they keep telling us, we've all been on the edge of our fucking seats waiting for this vaccine news. Have you noticed that? Hey, it's 90% effective. Everybody's waiting for this vaccine. We can't wait for the vaccine so we can get back to normal. What does normal entail? Oh, normal just means you need to have the vaccine before you're allowed to get a job or catch a plane. <laughs> We're all, we've all been waiting for this. We've all been waiting on the edge of our seats. Invade now to our Chief Health Officer here, Dr Jeanette Young. She is expected to provide the Premier and Health...
substantial meals with their, any alcohol that they sell. So uh, Boris Johnson uh, is saying this isn't a free-for-all and uh, certainly the rules will still be quite strict in a lot of areas. And I'm very sorry, obviously, for the unavoidable hardship that this will cause for business owners who've already endured so much disruption this year. Now, the other thing that's been announced today, though, is that in some of those lowest uh, risk areas, we'll start to see football stadiums and sporting stadiums open again, up to 4,000 oh, spectators. Interest saw its own views as an independent I'm sovereign to find state. The part here. But that counters the view of a Chinese embassy official who last week handed Nine News a dossier of 14 grievances Beijing has with Canberra's reason for the bad blood between the two <laughs> capitals. The Prime Minister has staunchly defended things like banning Huawei from the rollout of the 5G network, introducing uh -huh. foreign interference laws, and calling for an independent inquiry into the origins of coronavirus. Yep. All items which were on Beijing's list. The <laughs> that was always funny to me. Australia called for an independent inquiry into the origins of coronavirus. And in order to prove their innocence, China said, that's ridiculous. How dare you cause trouble? You are chewing gum on the boot of China. And now we're going to slag you with a bunch of tariffs and taxes because that's what innocent people do. <laughs> Maybe just one more item here before we take a quick break. I thought you'll appreciate this, ladies and gentlemen. Madam President, the Chinese delegation wishes to recommend to the U.S. Uh, one route... Because I don't know if you know this or not, but China has just been appointed to the UN, uh, the UN Human Rights Council. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even say it without laughing. And this was about three days after Joe Biden allegedly won the election. <laughs> About three days later, China was making announcements on behalf of the UN Human Rights Commission. <laughs> Thank you for keeping me safe. You know, you know what I love most about China is not only are they trying to protect us and keep us safe, but they are also in the position to lecture everybody else about uh, what it means to be a good citizen. Madam President, the Chinese delegation wishes to recommend to the U.S. Uh, one, root out the systematic racism, address widespread police brutality and combat discrimination. Widespread police brutality. Widespread police brutality in the States. It's, it's, it's just a fucking hellhole, isn't it? <laughs> China, where they were welding people inside their own homes and returning only returning only when the complaints about the stink of the corpses got so much that local officials could no longer ignore them. <laughs> China, where whistleblowers for the coronavirus were just being disappeared. Just disappeared off the face of planet Earth. You know, you know, the bigger problem with our human rights is Americans have a widespread or police brutality. <laughs> ...against African and Asian Americans. Yeah. Second, urge politicians to respect people's rights to life and health and stop politicizing and uh, stigmatizing COVID-19 pandemic. Three stop politicizing and stigmatizing COVID-19 pandemic. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> All right. With that, we're going to take a quick five-minute break. Ladies and gentlemen, you're on the Monday night edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. We'll see you in five.
Garage Door Repairers and Glassmakers Association, Lord Clarence Cobblepot. Well, I, I truly have uh, no uh, hesitations. It's just Ian Michael is a visionary. Uh, possibly the most uh, wonderful, talented glassmaker we've ever seen you know, of this generation. Uh, uh, I recommend him to all of our, our, our service members and all of our, our union members who require only the best in quality. Ian Michael Glass Art, not just dildos and butt plugs. Do you suffer from mass hysteria, not knowing whether to wear a mask or not? Do you suffer from paranoia, constantly in fear of Karens? Do you suffer from anti-laughism, the inability to laugh and smile no matter what happens to you? Well... Child Worthington here with Child Money Live, where you can have a chahootenanny of a good time. We have everything from current events to a chasource and McCarran, where these chickens just be going ch crazy. It's off the hinge. We even got Karen jumping off of trailers. We got Karens going ch crazy over French fries. We even have Karens that think they have the force. It's insane over here at Chamberlain Live. So I appreciate you. Come on down. We got the phone lines. They're always open. We'd love to have you. Side effects may include dizziness, lack of oxygen due to hysterical laughing, and inability to shield off cameras to come within six feet of your vicinity, expansion of the mind due to the overload of factual information, not fake news, confidence, and the lack of bullshit in your life, and the inability to become based. For instant help with any of these symptoms, please contact the trauma and outline immediately or seek your closest woke friend and may be able to calm you during your time transition from sleep to awake. on the evidence provided by witnesses and documents, I, I think you relied a lot on media. I'd like to know how many times you cited the Washington Post in your report. How many times I what? Cited the Washington Post. <laughs> how many times I what? Mr. Mueller, I'd like to know how many times you cited the Washington Post in your report. Sorry, would I like some toast? No, no, no. How many times did you cite the Washington Post? I'm sorry, at the party, am I a good host? I'm a very good host. No, no, Mr. Muller. How many times, yes, did you cite, yes, yes, the Washington Post? The Washington Host. I, well, I don't know the Washington Host, but I've heard good things about him. There's always lots of hors d'oeuvres. You know, I, I, I remember back when I was a younger man, Younger man, we would host we would host many soirees. Of course, back then. Of course, back then, uh, I was I was quite debonair. I was a big big fan with the ladies. The ladies very much enjoyed my company, and uh, myself and the Washington host would get around town, make make tremendous friends. And then, of course, I would always be up at the crack of dawn the next day to get the daily news, because as you know, in those days, they didn't bring the newspaper to your front door. You would have to go down the go down the road and get it yourself. 
And I would always make sure that I had a sixpence in my pocket to ride the trolley. <laughs> no, Mr. Mullen, how many times did you cite the Washington Post? Oh, the Washington Post, yes. Well, it was a tremendous paper. I remember back in the early days, you could purchase the Washington Post, a cup of coffee, and ride the trolley, all for around four cents. Those were it was a tremendous time to be alive. Post in your report. I do not have knowledge of that yeah. figure, but I, I well, that's I, it. I don't have knowledge of that figure. I counted about sixty times. How many times did you cite the New York Times? I counted. Yeah, I have no idea. I counted about. I, I have no idea because I didn't write the fucking thing. Subscribe to the Daily Boogie podcast. It's what Granddad would want. Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. More right around this world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. And shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Coming back! Second half of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Just a quick reminder, if you'd like to become a full-time supporter, Patreon, yada, yada, yada. You know how it all works. Um, I think I've done enough seriousness for the last month or two. And I think we could all use a little bit of a release, don't you think? So, how about this? Let's do it old school. I'm going to give you the choice. What do you want us to cover in the second half of the show, ladies and gentlemen? What do you want us to cover? Well, the second half, the last little part of the show here. I'm going to give you two two options, okay? Just a, a little bit of release, and then I promise uh, by the time Wednesday rolls around, I'll have found enough, you know, sufficiently depressing material to send you right back walking over the cliff once again. So here are your options, okay? Press one in the chat if you want to. Now, I haven't seen either of these videos. I've just collected them and put them in the, into the file, the future watch file. 
I haven't watched them. I don't know what, what it's about. <clears throat> well, I know what it's about because of the title, but I don't know what's in it really. And, you know, because I like to watch it with you. So press one in the chat if you want to watch an interview with Kathy Griffin. Remember, you know, the beheaded Trump woman who now works as a waitress somewhere? <laughs> I think that's a claim to fame. Press one in the chat if you want to see an interview with Kathy Griffin complaining that the world has lost its sense of humor. <clears throat> or press two in the chat if you want to see a video of the guy who spent $50,000 on plastic surgery to look like a Ken doll. <clears throat> People are pressing two and they haven't even heard two yet. Don't you think Kathy might be fun? <laughs> I'm going to watch the Kathy one at some point this week, though, because I'm sure it'll be fucking ridiculous to see this woman bitching and moaning that people don't laugh at her anymore. I think it'll be hilarious. It'll probably be the funniest thing she's ever done. <laughs> the problem is people just don't get humour anymore. <laughs> I can't wait for that. All right, we've got twos. It's twos. I'm afraid the twos have won it. So let's do it. I love these stories. And it's been a while since we've covered one, honestly. It's got to be months since we've covered one. There isn't he a handsome man. <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see. You have a man whose eyes are suspiciously close together, kind of like you would imagine a Neanderthal. He has very stylized hair. He appears to be somewhat of an Asian uh, I mean we've got winning TV in the chat uh, we had at real person peel TCS in the chat on YouTube as well is he is this guy one of yours boys or is he one of yours <laughs> and he's got obviously injected lips and he's doing that kind of uh Instagram thought kissy face <laughs> to the camera. And he has, I think, therefore I am, tattooed across his manicured chest. <laughs> Amberlina with the diamond. That vote was rigged. Well, welcome to 2020. All the votes are rigged in 2020. So let's have a look here. Now, I, like I said, I haven't watched a second of this. I saw this thumbnail and I saw the title of the video and I'm like, yep, we have to cover this on the show. Giddy B on the chat says, I want to punch him in his dick. You're assuming he has a dick, Kitty. That was your mistake. <laughs> Let's have a look. I'm back, hooked it on the load. Did you miss me? Not at all. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to go all Thanos here, but I don't even know who you are. I would never go out with no makeup on. I don't want to be a basic. Oh my God. <laughs> We are nine seconds into this clip. <laughs> Never go out with <laughs> I've always said I've always said that one of the great advantages of being a male is that you don't have to spend an hour every morning putting on makeup and shit. You know. That's something that we just don't have to deal with. Why would you choose to do that? 
Why would you make that part of your routine when you can easily avoid it? It's like, can I sign up to bleed from my asshole once a month and be an absolute prick to every? Yes, you can. Great. Where do I sign? There, there are some things that you just don't have to do as a male. It's great. I love it. I, I never go out without makeup. No makeup on. I don't want to be a basic. I don't want to. Oh, I don't want to be a basic bitch. Nice try, comrade. <laughs> Isn't he good looking? Press ladies, this is for you. Press one in the chat if you would. Yeah, I mean guys in the chat, press one if you would. How could you resist? He's doing that unfortunate thing too where he's caked on so much, mate. Winning TV with a diamond. First James raps and now this. Asians fucked me over. Well, Phil Phil can get away with it. Phil D'Angelo from Winning TV can get away with it because he's only half Asian. He's half, I think he's half Japanese. He, like I'm, he's not even here. I think, Phil, you're half Japanese and half Italian, are you not? So, you know, you've got the best of both worlds. Hey, brother, bring. <laughs> and I said to my friend, uh, Hoku, I said, Hoku, why you bring a candle inside a house, you'll burn a house down. Ah, brother, bring. That's my very racist joke for the night. Yeah. I'm Jonathan Dillon, and I'm Canada's spirit home Ken doll. Canada! Oh, Canada! <laughs> Canada, he's got his own Ken doll, Canada. I am loud, talented, and... I'm loud and talented. And confident. You shouldn't be. Kitty in the chat is also Canadian. No! <laughs> yes. Yes. People are getting selfies with him. Isn't he good? Don't tell me I'm gorgeous all the time. <laughs> People tell me I'm gorgeous all the time. You probably make them uncomfortable. You know, he probably starts every single conversation like, what do you think of my hair? What do you think of my makeup? Do you like my eyes? You know, I worked really hard on my look today. I, I just got uh, lip injections. You know, I've just had a tummy tuck. I've just had a chin job. I've just had a nose job. I've just had some uh, toxic shit pumped into my forehead. Don't you? What do you think? You know, he probably asks everybody, what do you think? And everybody's kind of like, uh, yeah, you look uh, great. You look great, man. Mm -hmm. You look really good. And then he believes, you know, <laughs> everybody tells me how great I look all the time. It's like, because you, you probably tell them about all these fucking procedures you've done fishing for compliments. I'm working on my music right now. I just released. Oh, what a surprise. He's also a dancer and, a, and an amateur musician. He's also a professional dancer. Who would have thunk it? What a surprise. For a second there, I assumed that he was a rocket scientist. I thought he was a mercenary. <laughs> I thought he was a mercenary stationed in Fallujah. 
Iceman double four double three. First Trudeau, and now this. EP. Today I'm going to see my choreographer and dancers uh-huh. for a dance rehearsal for my um, music video shoot. And then. <laughs> I don't get this writhing about on the floor dancing. Let's let's see it in slow mo. <laughs> Why not? Fuck it, who cares? Uh, how do we do this? Okay, this this will do. All right, let's have a look. Let's have a look at the moves, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, now we're talking. It's like he has no bones. I'm rambling again. This Ken doll reminds me of that lovely movie, Death Becomes Her. Death Becomes Her. Thank you, Victor Von Schroom. Let's have a look here. Get off that. Let me see what kind of a mess you've made of yourself, Ned. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You're all runny. I must look ridiculous. No, I don't think anyone will notice. But I think you're going to need a little bondo on the chin, babe. I got to get to the hardware store. Oh, now come on. How could uh, you have lost your Remember when Goldie Horn was, was good? Anyway, you get to carry a little easy beansy baby. Just where did you Me see either. it? If I knew, I'd know where it was. An entire can of spray paint. Get off it. Has that ever worked, by the way, when you asked me where I last saw something? Yes. When? When you lost your index finger. I didn't lose it. It broke off. <laughs> Thank you, Victor Von Schroom. Perfect analogy. <laughs> now check out these moves. Remember, remember, he's been working all day on this. This is his project. This music is much better. Pop that on the big screen for you. Looking good, huh? Exactly. He's like Jello. I don't think he has any bones. He's a very fluid mover. I'll give him that. All right, let's carry on here. For a dance rehearsal for my um, music video shoot, and then I'm going to get my chin injected with fillers. <laughs> I mean, did I say I'm gorgeous already? <laughs> I mean... On, on some level, I do envy these people. You know what I mean? I really, I, I swear to God, like, I'm not even lying here. You know, the biggest, the biggest obstacle in this guy's day is, will I finish my dance rehearsal in time to get my chin injection? His life revolves around makeup and doing his hair and dancing and, you know, getting procedures. That's that's pretty much it. I almost envy it. Like Lou Ferrigno in the chat. Exactly. It must be nice having no brains. <laughs> <laughs> they do say ignorance is bliss. I don't, I, I think there's some like timeless wisdom to that. I'm sure, you know, at least when the cameras are on, he's probably a very, very, very happy man. Ducks Regis, Rage Against the Machine. I found your new front man. (laughs) 
I'm sure when the cameras are on, he's a very, very happy man. Of course, I suspect when the cameras are off, it's probably a very different story. There'd be lots of crying in the bathtub. You know, when you come to the realization that the procedures you've had, the the plastic, the fiberglass that you've had injected to your face will not age at the same rate as the rest of your person. That's when it starts to hit home. Because when you hit about the age of 40, 45, 50, you, it looks, you look like you start to melt. Your complexion turns into that kind of melted wax. And so your chin will be 20 years old, your cheeks will be 20 years old, but the rest of your face will be, you know, 45 or 50. Never ends up, never works out well. Hooked on the look. Let's go. Let's see. Love. Let's see his daily routine. My Botox, so like on my whole forehead, I get Botox. I, I knew there was I knew there was some kind of forehead injections taking place there. Um, in between my eyebrows, so I can't squint. <laughs> How convenient. <laughs> what do you do in the sun then? If you can't squint, how do you go about driving in the afternoon? In the in the afternoon sun with the glare on the windshield. Oh, silly me. He doesn't go in the sun. Yeah, and I'm really happy with the result and I'm really happy, happy. with the way I look. Yep. I have my lips done many, many times. I have my chin. <laughs> he can't even close his mouth. It's just a constant hole at the front of his face. <sighs> His lips are so pumped. His lips are so pumped full of shit. He cannot close his mouth. Close your mouth when you eat. We know you're only going to be throwing it up anyway, but at least at the dinner table, do the right thing. I have my cheeks done. Yep. I have my jawline done. Yep. I get Botox all around my face. I get body sculpting treatments done regularly. I spent probably around $50,000. $50,000. And I'm not even sure that's true because I guarantee you these people do not boast about the amount of money that they spend. I bet I bet you it's at least half, you know, 50% more than that. You know what I mean? I bet you it's at least 75000 but he'd be fucking embarrassed telling people he spent seventy five. You know what I mean? How much have you, because imagine, how much have you spent on all of these procedures? Oh, you know, you know 50, 50 grand, something like that. Yeah, about 50,000, yeah. I bet you, it could be double that. On my procedures in the past. <laughs> Cabaret in the chat. Where is your God now? <laughs> I spend my money on. Uh, the hidden hand, 15 or 50, 50,000. What I want and what I need and... It makes me very happy. Makes me very happy. I'm so happy that I get $50,000 worth of procedures to change everything about myself. Because I'm just so happy. I'm so I'm so comfortable in, well, I'm not my own skin, the skin that has been manufactured for me in a plastics warehouse somewhere. I'm so comfortable in that skin. We call it an exoskeleton. I'm just so happy in my exoskeleton with my Botox. 
I love Kendall and I really love how perfect he looked. I'm just trying to achieve the best version of myself. But it's not really, is it? They always say this. I'm just trying to be myself. You know, there was a time in my life where I was, you know, trying to do this thing, like trying to figure, I'm sure everybody's the same, where you try to figure out who am I, right? What 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 version of me is the real me? You know, what what is myself? Am I, is there like some divine spark in me that creates me or am I merely just a product of my environment and my influences? What makes me me? What are the things that are uniquely mine? Like, you know, these traits of my being. How do I be myself? I'm sure everybody experienced something similar. For me, it was around the age of like 17, 16, 17. <laughs> you know, when you start taking drugs and <laughs> having sex and all that kind of stuff. Who am I? What kind of a person am I? What is myself? I don't know. I'm not trying to sound cruel here or anything, but my I always tend to think the individuals who like go to this extent with this 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 amount of procedures and constantly, you know, focusing on the outward, fo constantly focusing on the outside and thinking that if only I spend fifty thousand dollars on the outside, then the inside will correct itself. I tend to assume that people like that have never really figured out who they are. And that, uh, that might make me an awful person for saying so, but so what? <clears throat> I can say much worse things <laughs> if you want me to. But I tend to think <clears throat> they haven't really figured out who they really are because they all make all of the, they always make this statement, I'm just being myself. Well, no, if you were being yourself, then you wouldn't have to change this stuff, right? Because that's not you. You're now like the bionic man. You're like 35% fiberglass now at this point. I mean, you're literally getting shit injected into your face to look different. How can you say you're being yourself? You're trying. You, he just said, I'm trying to be a Ken doll. I'm trying to look like this small plastic figurine because I love him so much. So if you're trying to be Ken, you can't really be yourself at that point, can you? Good comment in the chat from Warden Gordon. Obsessions like this are the ultimate distraction from actual self-reflection. Couldn't have said it better myself. That's that's what I tend to think. And again, I could be wrong and I could be an awful person for saying so. But again, I don't care because I know myself and I don't care. <laughs> so that's what I think. So go shit in your hat. I'm so happy with the way I look now. You're not, though. You're not. Stop lying to us. If you were happy with the way you look now, then you wouldn't still be getting procedures. What, does he get Botox like three times a week or something? Then you can't be happy. You can't be. Um, I can never imagine myself looking the way I used to look. I mean, why do they always look so much better beforehand? Look at him. It's, there's nothing wrong with him. 
you know, no homo, bro, but he wasn't an ugly guy. He was a cute guy. Look at him. Nothing wrong with the guy beforehand. Ladies, press one in the chat if you think he's better looking now. Press two in the chat if you think he was better looking before. Let's do a snap poll. Kitty B says he looks better now. <laughs> she changed it. <laughs> I was kind of like, what? Kitty B? Kinky Kitty. <laughs> no, I, I love the plastic look. <laughs> I, he's such a dirty boy. I just want to be able to wipe him off with some alcohol wipes. <laughs> I love the plastic. Nothing sticks to him. He doesn't even have to bathe. We just shake him off. We hang him from the clothesline by his ankles and beat him with a baseball bat. Gets the dirt, the dirt just falls right off. There's nothing to stick to. He's so smooth and plasticky. <laughs> he was fine before. Nothing wrong with the guy. The reactions that I get on Instagram are mostly. Uh, by the way, most people, most of most of the ladies in the chat are. Uh, of course, the obvious answer. He looked way better before. Mostly positive, I would say. Once in a while, I do get some haters, you know, that are judging me. There's always anti-procedure, anti-plastic surgery people who are... See, this, this line, oh, people are judging me, right? Sometimes I get some haters and people are judging me. Nobody's forcing you to do this little special on this, on this channel, right? Right? This bullshit has to stop. I mean, I do a podcast three times a week. I've got, what, 300 and something episodes up now. I fully expect people to judge me. You know why? Because I'm volunteering that. I'm volunteering. Here's my voice and here's my show and here's my material. I'm putting it out there for you to judge. That's the reason that you're doing it. And some people will judge positively and some people will judge negatively. But it's my choice to put this out there. He, nobody's put a gun to his head to say, hey, you need to do this show. You need to make this video. And I have to stress, I genuinely don't care what people do with their own bodies and their own lives. I'm very liberal in that sense. I, I genuinely don't care. But if you make a video and put it on the internet, I'm probably going to have a little look at it, <laughs> right? Because that's what it's for. That's what it's out there for. You can't make material and do self-promotion and, and trying to get your name out there and telling your story and doing videos and all of that stuff and then have the attitude, nobody's allowed to have an opinion on it. No, it doesn't work that way. I'm sorry. Once you volunteer this stuff to go out there onto the internet and into the universe, you are there to be judged. It's just the way it works. <clears throat> For some reason, we've got it in our heads over the last 10 or 20 years if you are a certain person with certain personality traits, you are, you're, you're only supposed to be patted on the back. And many people would say, and I have some sympathy with this view, many people would say, this is what leads to the problem in the first place. That we are now walking around on eggshells and people are doing this kind of behavior where they're butchering themselves, pumping their faces full of shit, 
uh, you know, Botox and fiberglass and plastic surgeries and having chunks of themselves removed, right? Constant surgeries, the obsession with looks, the obsession with the shallowness. And instead of people, quote unquote, judging and saying, what the fuck is wrong with you? What are you doing? You don't have to do all this. This isn't going to make you happy. Now we have this situation where we're all supposed to go, oh, isn't he bra- stunning and brave? So brave, so powerful, so stunning. Right? Arguably, that's what leads to this problem in the first place. Oh, every now and then I get people who are judging me. You're the one who made the fucking video. That's what happens when you make videos and put them on the internet. People will judge you. And it's and it, you know, there's nothing bad about that. It's their right to do that. Because that's what you wanted. You wanted people talking about it. You wanted people watching it. You wanted people making comments. You don't get to choose the reaction people will have. Like if I write a, a story, right? If I write an article, one of the great things I love about doing this is, and, you know, writing and doing podcasts and, and radio and all that kind of stuff is, you know, I, and I used to play in a band and shit. It's the same thing with music. The, the, the best part about doing this kind of stuff is you don't really know what the reaction's going to be. And, and that's why we do it. That's what drives us to do it. Because there's, there's always a, there's a danger to it, right? There's, it, it's a kind of excitement, right? You put something out there. You make a statement or you write an article or you do a video or you write a song or whatever. You don't really know how people are going to take it. That's why you do it. That's the excitement of it. Like if you're a comedian, right? You don't really know if a joke is going to work or not with a certain audience. That's why you're telling it because it's exciting. That's why you do it in the first place. So people will judge you. So I don't understand this mentality of people who think that I should be able to put content out. I should be able to put out videos, but I'm only... But the audience reaction needs to be positive. It needs to be what I imagine it to be. It's like that defeats the whole purpose of doing it in the first place. The reason you're doing it is because you don't know what the reaction's going to be. And that's what drives you to do it in the first place. And people who pretend otherwise are just not being honest with themselves. You know, all of it, you know, people who stream and stuff like, JJ Stoner, ladies and gentlemen, fine example. Myself and JJ have spoken about this before, like either on his show or my show when we've done like crossing the streams. We've spoken about this. At the core of it, we are all, you know, basically class clowns and attention seekers in our own way. Right? We were the kids in class who would annoy the kids around us, who would try to crack jokes, who would disagree with the teacher, who would get attention, right? And that's why we're doing this here now. Because at our, at our at the core of us, we're fucking attention seekers. And when you do that, you expect people to judge you. And sometimes people judge you negatively. And that's part of the fun of doing it is so you don't really know if how they're going to judge you. But now we've, and you know, YouTube and the platforms, Twitter and YouTube and Facebook and all of the social media platforms and all of the video platforms have now created this environment where that no longer exists. You're not allowed to do that. No, when certain people with certain characteristics and certain traits put something out there, we are only going to accept positive reinforcement. 
We're only going to let you be positive. It's like, well, why do it then? Why do it? Then it's then it's all it's just all about self satisfaction at that point, self gratification, about boosting up you know the boosting up the, the the gaps in your personality, trying to fill a void. If you really know who you are, then you don't need positive reinforcement all the time. You know how we were just talking about, oh, this is who I really am. I'm just being myself. If you're really being yourself, then you don't need people to tell you how good you are. If you're really being yourself, you just be yourself and the chips will fall where they may. And sometimes it'll be positive and sometimes it'll be negative. But that's because you're just being yourself. <laughs> Lou Frigno, you are the people they warned us about. <laughs> Q. So good, man. Uh, that I need to find the full version of that song. <laughs> that is so good. That's going on my playlist. <laughs> I don't care. That's fucking rocking that tune. All right, let's carry on with our friend here. I'm gonna hate on you, but um, I don't really care. Thank you for coming on my page. Thank you for making my Instagram numbers go up. You're welcome. Hating ass. <laughs> <laughs> He's so sassy. Thank you, you hating ass motherfuckers. Okay. Pleased, pleased to be part of the team, bro. <laughs> I love procedures, but procedure is not everything that I do in life. Ocean breeze on my body, summer love on my mind. I, I never expected to see him singing in front of a mirror. Surprised they didn't take a shot of him masturbating in front of the mirror too. Look at me, look at me flex. I'm surprised that that, that didn't make the final cut. I'm sure they had to pry his hand off his dick. <laughs> sure they had to go in there. Sure they had to go in there and nearly break his hand with a crowbar to get his hand off his own penis. Just long enough. Can you please put some pants on for this, sir? What if I sing in front of the mirror instead? Okay, that'll do. That's fine. Hands out of the pockets. I'm also a recording artist, actor, and dancer. You know, I'm a, rec I'm a recording artist. I'm an actor. I'm a dancer. I know. I speak. I speak douchebag. That means I serve coffee. That's what he really does. Well, you know, I'm an actor and a dancer and a recording artist. Oh, you mean you pick up glasses at the local pub? <laughs> You park cars, don't you? You wash cars. I know this. I know how this works. My days recording, you know, um, shooting and, and dance rehearsal. So I do a lot of other stuff other than just um, getting procedure. Now, somebody in the chat, uh, Original Rev, probably has a mirror in every room. There are situations when a mirror in certain rooms is acceptable, you know. 
uh, in the bathroom when you're shaving, for example, that's fine. Hey, I'm not even against a couple of mirrors in the bedroom for, you know, that kind of fun stuff. That fun, that fun late night stuff. And maybe you want to get a little angle. You want to see what's going on. Yeah, that's it. That's the shit. But usually bring a friend for that. Make sure you're bringing a friend to make the most of the mirrors in that situation, in the love situation. Bring a friend. <laughs> Once you got the mirrors, if you've got the mirrors on the ceiling to watch yourself, have sex with yourself, then it's a different, then we're talking a different, you know, realm. And I can't get down like that. Mirrors on the floor winning TV. <laughs> Today I'm going for a dance rehearsal for my music video shoot for my new single Honey. It's a very busy day. I just released an EP and then I'm going to get my chin injected with fillers. <laughs> oh hi guys. I haven't always be wary of someone who wears a suit with no shirt. Done a music video in six years, so you can imagine how excited I am. I am here with my choreographer, Ikwe, and my dancer. You can't say that you're a recording artist if you only do one song every six years. You know, once every six years, I may I may play a game of street cricket, for example. I might. I'm. How about this? I may kick a football once every six years. I can't say I'm a footballer. Once every six years, I may go for a jog. I can't say I'm a runner. If you record a song once every six years, you're not a recording artist. You're a, you're a man who makes coffee who's recorded a song once every six years. It's a different thing. It's a hobby. It's not a job. Well, you know, I'm a recording artist. <laughs> Ambelina, thanks, y'all. We could have been watching Kathy Griffin right now. Don't worry. We'll save Kathy for Wednesday. We'll save Kathy for hump day. Brody, and I'm so excited to be back with a complete so new sound and to be able to show the world what I'm capable of doing. He's, he's reinvented himself. He's, he's back with a brand new sound. I just love being myself. Back with a brand new lick. I'm very excited that this music will take him somewhere like a very catchy very uplifting he sounds great i've seen jonathan literally transform over the do we get to hear the song i need to hear the song now okay i'm gonna have to look for this song <laughs> let's have a look here all right give me a moment ah! I have the same, whenever I open up a new YouTube page, it just goes to a previous video that I've watched every single time and I don't know how to reset it. <laughs> All right, what's this character's name? What's this superstar in the making's name? Jonathan Dillon. All right. Okay, let's have a, oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, we have the song, ladies and gentlemen. It's from one month ago. The song is called Honey Trap. <laughs> Who wants to see Honey Trap the song? Okay. I'll give you the option. Press one in the chat if you want to see Jonathan's hit single, Honey Trap. Press two in the chat if you'd rather not. 
I know which one I I need to see this. So I hope you vote. I hope you vote accordingly. <laughs> Press one, one. Yes, ones it is. Thank you. I knew you wouldn't let me down, chat. All right, let's hear it. Jonathan Dillon's hit single, Honey Trap. Let's go. <laughs> Lou and Lou the good dude. Just put Kathy Griffin on. <laughs> Let's see this. Now remember, let's hang on. Let's tee it up again. So he's this was his choreographer. She, what did the choreographer say specifically? This music will take him somewhere. The music will take him somewhere. Let's let's <laughs> let's hope it's not on suicide watch. <laughs> his music will take him somewhere. Let's hope it's not. Let's not. Let's hope it's not the emergency room with slits in his wrist. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. That's not fair. Come on. Like a very catchy, very uplifting. Catchy and uplifting. Catchy and uplifting. He sounds great. Okay. Well, we'll be the judge of that. I don't want to be a hater who judges, but let's have a look. His hair matches the suit. <laughs> so catchy. Just sounds like every other shitty pop song. It just sounds like every other shitty pop song that I've ever heard, which is, you know, easily forgotten. There's nothing special about it. There's nothing different about it. Oh, the auto tune is off its tits. You can he's, he barely sounds human. He's going through that many filters. My lip gloss shining like my future. My lip gloss shining like my future. <laughs> Fascist hippie, it's worse than I thought. <laughs> my lip gloss shining like my future. At least, you know, it's it's deep, it's meaningful. <laughs> Somebody in the chat, is that Jesse in the background? I mean, maybe with a haircut. Maybe with a haircut. 
My lip gloss shining like my future. Shining like my future. Uh oh, uh oh. Uh oh. My lip gloss shining like my future. Honey, honey, trap, honey, honey, trap. I'm snatch. I'm snatch. I I'm snatch. Is he saying he's a cunt? <laughs> I'm snatch, baby. I'm vagina. Count on the floor, count on the floor. No match, no match. I'm a honey, honey trap, honey, honey trap. I'm snatch, I'm snatch. I count on the floor, count on the floor. No match, no match. Oh, he's actually got a pot of honey in the floor. It's very creative. Okay, so the song's called Honey Trap. He's talking about how beautiful he is, how his lip gloss is shining, how he's... What? Four on the floor, Honey Trap. Random character says he might be gay. What? What? Oh, it rhymes. <laughs> it's very good. It's very good. And, you know, the pot of honey, because it's called honey trap, I mean, it's just, it's cerebral, really, when you think about it. Come on now, come on now. Oh, no. I just saw that flash up on the screen for a second. <laughs> He's sticking the... I don't know what you call one of those things. He's sticking like the honey... I don't know, the honey spoon. I don't know what you fucking call them. You know those things with the little grooves in them? He's just slobbering all over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Put it in your mouth, big boy. <laughs> oh, sexy, babe. Now, now, all of a sudden, when the pretty blonde girl does it, I'm like, eh, it's not too bad. <laughs> Funny how that works. <laughs> when the pretty blonde girl sticks the honey thing in her mouth, I'm like, mm, not a bad idea. Good choreography. I enjoy this now. What could I possibly have against that? <laughs> all of a sudden, now it makes sense to me. Like 
You wouldn't even know what to do with it. Now he's putting honey on the girl's backside. He wouldn't. E- you wouldn't even know what to do when you got there, mate. I'm a honey, honey trap, honey, honey trap. I'm <laughs> you know what I like most about this? It's intellectual. Deep. Very deep. Random character, put her on a diet. I don't mind a little bit of cushion. It's alright. I can work with it. (laughs) What I like about this is it's deep, it's cerebral, it really, it's one of those ones that really makes you think. You know what I mean? So is he the honey trap or is the girl the honey trap? You know, I know, I know this is kind of, maybe this is a little bit, you know, confusing, but you're, su- you're supposed to put your penis in her. <laughs> Young man. There's Jesse again, by the way. That's fantastic. That's dynamite. Um, let me put this in the chat for you so you can send it to nobody in particular. Frozen Asian. <laughs> and you can share that clip around with whoever you like. Frozen Asian. If you feel so inclined. With that, ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of tonight's edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. It felt good to get out of the groove for a while, didn't it? Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you to everyone who contributed on DLive. Please don't forget to follow our friends at Real Person Peel, TCS, Irrational Times, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Iceman4433, Winning TV, Mr. America, The Beard of Truth, UK Neil, everybody's favourite lover of French women, Merce, JJ Stoner, The Sunday Night Shit Show, Frozen Asian, Spent D, Joy of Pessy, who I think is going to be doing a gaming stream tonight at midnight, uh, Major Tom as well, uh, The Victor Von Shroom Show, of course, The Victor Show, ladies and gentlemen. And anyone else I may have forgotten. I'll be back on Wednesday night with another edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. Till then, stay calm, stay rational. God bless, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.